0: This is How We See It, a look at issues that impact our faith and community. For the next few minutes, we'll explore topics with people who are making a difference in our world. The National Eucharistic Revival is underway around parts of the country, and right here in the Tampa Bay area, events are already taking place. Last week in St. Petersburg was a day for young adults to learn more about the Eucharist, and this week was a parish mission and holiday. On February 17th and 18th, the Hispanic Assembly of the Diocese of St. Petersburg and Incarnation Catholic Church in Tampa are hosting a day of prayer, meditation, and formation about the Eucharist. Bishop Gregory Parks will celebrate Mass, and there's going to be time for adoration and a whole lot more. There's also going to be talks and, of course, music. One of the musicians is Ivan Diaz. And are, are you? where
1: are you, Ivan? Are you in Miami? Yes, I am in Miami, Florida. Uh, I just want to say hello to all the great listeners and Screw FFM in Tampa area and the Bay. It is, uh, we're close. I'm pretty much three hours and a half, I'll say.
0: Yep, and uh, enjoying that great weather down there. Now, Ivan performed here at the Family Faith Fest about five years ago in Tampa when the Diocese was celebrating our 50th anniversary here. And, um, you're still doing some performing around and you've been called to come up to Tampa to perform and share your ministry at this event on the 17th. Tell me a little bit about that and how you got involved.
1: Well, I've been involved in the last couple of months helping different parishes and dioceses with missions for, you know connected to the national Eucharistic Revival because I believe that that is something important that, you know, our communities need to hear again, especially after the pandemic that Many of the faithful had to stay home to protect their families and their health. But then suddenly, when things started to come back to normal, a good number of people stopped coming to Mass. And I believe this is a perfect opportunity for all of us to evangelize. The main purpose of the Eucharist revival is, of course, to go and rediscover the beautiful gifts that we all have in the sacred mysteries and at the Eucharist, but at the same time to become missionary disciples, to go and announce and invite others to come to church and discover the, the greatness of the Eucharist.
0: For you, what is that greatness? What is what is that? You know, because there's a lot of people that don't understand the Eucharist. They might be churchgoers their whole life, but they don't understand. So what is going to Mass and the Eucharist mean to you personally?
1: Okay, for me, first of all, it's an incredible opportunity to celebrate the, the sacred mysteries and, and remembering that beautiful night of Jesus with his disciples at the Last Supper, and remembering those wonderful words when he says that if, they, if this is the eat that you you eat this bread, you know if you drink this cup, and I'll be with you guys till the till the last day, and it's beautiful to see that we all get to see the miracle that Jesus' Christ becomes flesh, and we can see we can actually contemplate his presence during the liturgy of the Eucharist, and also an important opportunity to celebrate as a community. The beautiful thing about the liturgy is that it's just not about me and my things. We just go as a community, the families, and we all gather and we all celebrate because God unites us in that wonderful feast that is the Eucharist. And, uh, and that's why it is important for all of us to remember that, and in my own case, it is also a source of inspiration, a source of inspiration to create and compose music for god it is a, it that's why many of my songs are known these days because are are very connected to the liturgy i have composed catholic songs since i was 17 but for the last 10 years i've been putting in pretty much a lot of attention and dedication to songs that are used in the liturgy anything that has to do with sacred repertoire for different seasons uh, during the year and that's basically the beautiful thing that i share every time i go how the Eucharist inspires me to make music, how the, the Eucharist inspires me to be close to God, how the Eucharist inspires me to know that I am celebrating with the saints, and and we all come with the struggles, but God is there waiting for us, and we all can celebrate in His presence.
0: Now, Oregon Catholic Press is helping to sponsor this event, and you'll be performing with Santiago Fernandez. Have you worked with him in the past?
1: Yeah, Santiago is a well-known Catholic composer as well for Oregon Catholic Press, and The beautiful thing is that Santiago and I have been visiting, you know, churches, and this is the first time we're going to do this event together in in, in Florida. So we are very, very grateful for the invitation that, you know, when Carlos contacted me and contacted Santiago, uh, we wanted to make sure that this event could be appropriate for the Hispanics in the area and and those that feel comfortable listening to the talks and everything in in, in Spanish. So that will be what we are going to be doing in a week and a half. We're going to have, on Friday, we're going to have the Eucharist. Uh, presided by your bishop, and mm-hmm. then we will have an, a holy hour. And that will be an incredible opportunity for us to contemplate Jesus at the Blessed Sacrament, at the altar, and it will be accompanied with, with silence, beautiful reflections, scriptures, beautiful and inspiring music. And then the second day, which is Saturday, we're going to have sessions, different workshops where we're going to talk about what is the Eucharist and, and what is, the Eucharist is important in my life. And, and, And beyond, so where the Eucharist is mentioned in the Bible and and different things where our wonderful Hispanic community in the area of Tampa will be able to enjoy. We'll also have small sessions by by tables and groups. We will continue sharing music and, and inspiring moments during the day with Santiago. So it will be an awesome op- opportunity for many that are involved with the Eucharistic revival in their parishes to come and and be united in in that event in a few days.
0: Sure. And and have they started doing events in the archdiocese of Miami yet or are there plans to?
1: Yeah, are, we are basically doing different events as well like nights of, you know, uh, adoration of the in the Blessed Sacrament. There's been a lot of parish missions as well when, where they bring speakers and bring priests to, to go over and, and, and explain in detail the beautiful document that the bishops prepare for all of us. I don't know you guys have been able to go deep into this movement, but uh, there is a beautiful document called The Mystery of the Eucharist in the Life of the Church, and, it's, and they have it in PDF, and it's totally free in English and Spanish. And it's a very nice document because that brings the momentum and also has an incredible tools and reflections that can help us all to go and proclaim and to go and invite others to to come to Mass again.
0: At the beginning of our uh, conversation, you had mentioned that uh, maybe people hadn't come back like like the church was hoping uh, post-COVID have you started to see any kind of uh, increase? I know at my parish I've started to see an increase in, in attendance here in the last few months. Has have, has that been reflected in Miami as well?
1: Yes, I believe it has to do that, and that's why the, 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 the National Eucharistic Revival is starting at the parish level, because I believe that most important engagement is by local churches, because we all know that we belong to a certain parish. And we all know that that is a community work. So if the priest is engaged and, and the lay people serving there, those that are serving, are going to be able to get the people back. You know, you have a beautiful celebration uh, and the music at Mass, it's it's nice. So people will come back for sure. I know, uh, and I definitely see that in my parish and in general in South Florida. I see that people are definitely returning. It's not the same, because I have to be honest, it's not the same like before COVID. But it's getting better. It's getting much better. I'll say probably what for comparing to what it was, maybe like a 70 percent that I see of you know in attendance. And I believe events like this and missions like this will continue to inspire more, and it will give us the opportunity to evangelize because that's important. Sometimes we forget about, we forget to talk about. Jesus in our life, and we all want to be very politically correct in different topics, and sometimes we are afraid of sharing, you know, the message of our faith to others, sharing our testimony. And, and and I'm pretty sure that many testimonies are connected to the miracles that happen in the Eucharist, personal miracles, you know, personal petitions, a lot of things that happen there, and then the opportunity to go and listen to the Word of God as well in the liturgy. So there are so many ways for sure that People are returning, but we need to continue doing more. And this opportunity that the beach of the United States are are giving us, I think it's great for the church in the United States. And it could be an example uh, that in other countries people can actually use in the near future.
0: So what do you think is the biggest stumbling block for people? Is it just distractions? They've gotten used to not going to Mass, so they say, well, I've gotten by without it. I don't need to go back. Or is it, just, is it just general apathy? Because we've got to figure out a way I to get them back. Bad,
1: but at the same time, our worth is hurting. You know, we all we all need healing. And, and all of us, sometimes we feel separated from the very source of our strength, which is the Lord. And and that's what we need. I mean, it's a perfect time for healing. There, there's going to be a lot of things that people will say, you know, I'm busy. I work. I have to take my kids to these. And during the weekend, they have different competitions. Or so we have a trip. We have vacations. So... Unfortunately, many of us make the mistake of thinking of God only when we are in need, when we are desperate. But it would be very nice to to create that relationship when we are grateful. And that's the reason it's a celebration of Thanksgiving. We go on a Sunday to be grateful because we are alive, we have a family, we have something to eat on the table. We we have health, we have work, we our kids go to school and and that's a beautiful Thing that people have to realize and and bring back and of course distractions now on television they also they, they get these days so many options of shows and applications and beyond so yeah there is a lot of distractions but i believe we, there is always time for prayer always time to find the congregation and the family and the community to pray together and that's the beauty of the celebration of the mass
0: I think you're right on. I, I've had a number of our listeners tell me. In fact, I talked to a lady a couple of weeks ago who said, I said, where do you go to church? And she said, well, Spirit FM is my church. And, you know, my response was, well, that's great, but you really need to get connected with the community. It's vital that people can hold hands together and pray together for one another and see each other versus just watching mass through television.
1: Yeah. And then we, we think about carefully and all the prayers. Our communities that are in plural we don't say my God we say our father when we are in mass we always respond as a community and when we see people we also see the miracles that God is doing in the lives of so many we get to hear their testimonies we get to actually experience the love of God through them if we are when you belong to a community you will see how important you will feel for others and how your, your example, uh, what you do, will make a, lot, will make a difference in the, in, in the life of the community, and especially if you join a ministry as well. You know, one of the things that also we need through this revival is to get, for example, more lectors, more altar servers, more ushers, more music ministers. Sometimes churches struggle getting volunteers to sing in choir, and there is a lot of people that, yeah, they, they did music. Back in high school or in college, but, but they are not being active, and maybe that's a good way to give back to the Lord and say, hey Lord, I, I, I think I can be in the choir of the church, I can join that community as well, so that's, that's the beauty of, of being part of, of the congregation.
0: It sounds to me like some people have lost their appreciation for the Eucharist, or they take it for granted. And we found that when COVID hit and you couldn't go to church, a lot of people were hungering to get back, and uh, I think that's vital. And for those that maybe lost a little bit and want to find out or rediscover more, a retreat like this, maybe even if you're not Catholic and you want to find out a little bit about the Eucharist, this might be a, an event for you. Exactly. And
1: then, of course, in the midst of these roaring waves that we all, we all face, Jesus is present and reminding us that he is more powerful than the storm. And he desires to heal, renew, and unify the Church and the Word. And that's why it is important that if you are listening and you haven't come to Mass in a while, I want to challenge you, and I want to invite you to start returning. Come to Mass. And I know there are so many Masses on television, but it's not the same when you are present and you go to your community. Oh, if there is a priest that you admire in a specific city that it, 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 you have to drive 25 minutes or half an hour or an hour or something, do it! But you will see that a lot of transformation and beautiful things will start to happen in your life when you find that a specific time on sunday okay you cannot make it on sunday because you work well you can try saturday night so that will be another option but uh make sure you return and you will see beautiful things that are part of the liturgy including the music for example i composed at the beginning of the pandemic a song called pandal cielo bread from heaven because i was sad i I'm a music minister in a parish, and I felt like many Catholics felt that, oh my goodness, we're not able to go to mass. So this pandemic is really, really hitting hard when the, the churches were closed. And then the only way to actually attend mass was through a phone, when churches started to broadcast the masses in tablets or phones and and beyond. But that that was what we had. And in that at that time, I composed this song and OCP published it, and it has become one one of the most successful songs in my career. And I believe because. It was a very nice, honest moment of prayer, because I was desiring to be at, the, at Mass. I was desiring to receive his body and drink, and drink his, his blood. But I wasn't able, but I was able to actually compose a song in gratitude of the Eucharist, and how important the Eucharist, and how important Jesus as the bread from heaven is for me. And I did it with Carrie Market, she's a singer from New York, but she lives now in, in Georgia, so we recorded this bilingual piece, and it's one of the most used hymns these days in some contemporary churches. And then the, the beauty is that people can sing it either in English or Spanish or bilingually if there, if there is a celebration for different languages. But again, as you can see, the Eucharist brings a lot of inspiration. I mean, the art, when, when every single temple has beautiful architecture, you know, the, the images and the lighting that is connected, that is helping us to, to have prayerful moments.
0: Well, yeah, it sounds like you are really on fire with this. And if you want to feel more of that, if you want to hear some great music, have an opportunity for prayer and just to grow deeper in your love for the Eucharist, let me invite you to this uh, special event hosted by the Hispanic Assembly of the Diocese of St. Petersburg and Incarnation Catholic Church. It's February 17th and 18th, Friday night from 7 to 9, and then Saturday from 8 to 2.30. They're asking for a $40 donation to help cover the costs and uh, take care of your lunch. All that can be found at dosp.org slash revival. Before I let you go, how do people find more of your music and maybe see you on social media?
1: Well, I'm in mean, Instagram and Facebook at Ivan Diaz online. And if they, you know, type my name in their favorite platform, it could be, you know, Spotify, Apple Music, or whatever is their even YouTube. They can put Ivan Diaz, D-I-A-D, Ivan Diaz. They will see my profile as an artist, and there's a lot of Catholic songs in both languages, English and Spanish.
0: All right. Ivan Diaz has been our guest today, and that's how we see it. Thanks for listening to today's program. This presentation and others like it are made possible by supporters like you. If you'd like a copy of today's program, make comments or suggestions, and to help us keep this important programming on the air,
1: visit MySpiritFM.com slash HowWeSeeIt.